So this podcast is about me because I'm cool enough to have my own podcast. <laughs> let's let's roll. Hey guys, I'm Sananda. I'm Aniksha, and um, we're here with Mihika today, and she's going to share her past experiences with anxiety. Hi, I'm Mihika Goyal. I'm 16, and I'm really excited to share my experiences with you guys. Hey, Mihika. I've known you since like uh, fourth grade, but I only found out about your anxiety. Um, I think mid ninth, if I'm not wrong, and. you were the one who told me about it but the seriousness of the situation i guess didn't really hit me till recently so um i was actually thinking about it the other day and like i was wondering if um people ever got your anxiety confused with like basic anxiousness because i'm sure that's something you you go through every day Okay so I think people get very confused between what anxiety is and what the feeling of anxiousness is. So the feeling of anxiousness it's like a human emotion it's normal to feel anxious from time to time. Like you you get anxious before a test or before you know performing in front of an audience. But when this feeling of anxiousness it gets out of control when it starts to affect your daily life and it starts to take control of you that's when you have anxiety. So yeah. Now you know what you're dealing with for the next 15 minutes. Okay. Okay. Uh, so, what exactly does anxiety feel like? So, I think it depends from person to person. There are different types of anxiety disorders that affect different parts of your body. But I mainly feel my anxiety in my uh, chest and my throat. It it feels as if you know someone's choking me, and there's something heavy on my uh, chest that's pushing me down. There's like this constant sinking feeling in your stomach and there are thoughts just running in your head you can't breathe and i think in a nutshell that's how anxiety feels like when did it actually hit you that there, it was something you were going through so i think it all started in like 8th grade um i was like i i guess i was like friends with certain people who said stuff about me and i also did stuff that really affected me and uh it was like you know it started to affect my sleep there were days when i wouldn't eat at all and there were also days when like i would overeat i had a lot of i started having a lot of uh, panic attacks like more than normal mm-hmm. and i actually pushed it off till like the end of ninth grade like i i should have gotten like help but like i didn't really think much into it and like in ninth and stuff like my grades started falling like big time and um there was like this one day in ninth like towards the end of ninth when like i had like this really really bad anxiety attack and like uh so people told me to like write my feelings down and stuff and like i wrote it down and then few days later when i read read it again like it kind of hit me like you know i i can't live like this like i can't i can't get through each and every day feeling like this and that's when i told my mom and she said that we could go for therapy so yeah that's nice so you had like a supportive family not really in fact i don't i don't even think i don't even think my dad really knew i i don't even know if he like still knows but um even my mom like like in the beginning she said stuff like oh it's all in your head and it's just a phase and things like that but i think that's like normal because like she didn't really grow up in like a kind of environment where it was normal for you know like 
like she didn't grow up in an environment where mental health was like that considered that important that's right so, so right. a lot of families today like the generation gap is sometimes hard to understand yeah but so i told her like and even she kind of realized that i was i was i wasn't myself like completely so she's like you know what we we'll just give like one therapy session a shot and so i go yeah that's yeah so you mentioned that your family wasn't really convinced at first that your anxiety was something serious but soon they understood that it was really impacting your life uh, similarly did you tell any of your friends about it and how did they take it did it negatively impact any relationships you had until now um so at first i don't think i really told any of my friends but i remember like one day i uh, we were in school or something and we were chilling in computer and then um i went to aniksha and uh kavya and i told them about it yeah so they were pretty supportive about it they asked me how it went and stuff but i i didn't really open up about this um after it was only like later so after like a point it was it was getting back to normal but then it you know like anxiety is something that never really goes away so it started to come back again and yeah i think i did men- mention it to a few friends but it never really negatively impacted any of my relationships but yeah like it was it was fine it was normal so you had previously mentioned that after you spoke to your mom she suggested that you guys could try out therapy um yeah what was the entire process of you reaching out to professional help so um i used to go to cult and shruti told me that cult had therapy and uh, they have like this whole app where you can like sign up and you can um look at all like you know all the therapists that they have you can choose and stuff mm-hmm. and um like so i just i booked an appointment i went there and the first day was actually pretty awkward i didn't know i didn't really know what to say to her and um but like the first session ended up with literally both of us were in tears so oh yeah. that's so cute <laughs> and um yeah that's that's literally it you just had to like book an appointment on an app wait so uh, your mom came with you for your first session she she did but like so my therapist preferred like only talking to like her client at first like so she so i only spoke to her like the first day and then after that i i just chose not to have like anyone else in the room while i spoke mm-hmm. to her yeah so yeah my mom didn't really attend any of my therapist sessions but like she did meet my therapist and she did uh she she just like you know got to know her like i don't know i really don't know <laughs> Okay and uh, so you've been with that therapist since then Oh so I went for like two and a half three months and yeah. then turns out she was like leave, uh, she was uh, shifting to like Mumbai or something because mm. of her work and I anyway didn't really want to go on I I didn't want to like continue therapy because she asked me to go on medication and I didn't really want to go on medication hmm. so I just so and like I I learned like the basic techniques to like control my anxiety so i thought like you know a break would be good and then after i never really found the time to go back into therapy so yeah so no more therapy yeah no more therapy. like i haven't like my last therapy session was probably like in the beginning of 10th grade or something oh that's amazing. not not really yeah like probably in like june or july ish that was my last therapy session 
after yeah. that did you ever feel like you like wanted to go back for the session or yes therapy is actually so fun like like a lot of people are really ashamed of the fact that they go to therapy but it's so fun like she used to give me these first of all i get like undivided attention for an hour okay <laughs> i can i can cry my eyes out for like without any judgment and also she used to give me like these really cool worksheets and stuff like that i had to fill in about how i feel and like discover myself and stuff and like oh really i cool. love that that's so nice yeah that leads me to my next question you mentioned that your therapist suggested medication but you didn't want that can you explain yeah. why so the thing with uh, first of all anxiety medication or depression medication all of them they come with a lot of side effects and another mm-hmm. thing is once you go on medication you have to like stay on medication like all your life because oh. the thing with medication is it just covers up your anxiety it's never going to like get rid of it and i didn't want to cover it up because if i have anxiety i need to learn to live with it right. so i rather so you like decided to like confront it and try yeah exactly so i i spoke to her i'm like you know what like i don't really want anxiety i just i want you to teach me how to like control this anxiety instead of just like you know covering it up with medicines and uh, she said cool like and also another thing is that medication like in order to prescribe the medication i need to have a blood test i'm very scared of needles so i refuse <laughs> <laughs> same i am so scared of needles and injections i cannot the last no, if you ask anyone who knows my first injection story they will laugh that part even so i have bad. really really bad like injection stories i was in the <laughs> er once because i broke my foot and the doctor wanted me to give and the doctor wanted to give me a painkiller injection i dead ass so i'm sitting in like the first like so er has like the slots okay like first priority second priority and stuff mm-hmm. now sitting in the first priority i don't even know why and like <laughs> they, they're like they like take this painkiller like an injection and it was like an iv drip kind of a painkiller and i'm like girl no oh no so i started <laughs> so i started crying and then these other people in the er they're just looking at me with like stop sticking out of the heads and they're like bro you're crying for a freaking injection and i'm like do it in singapore i used to cry like 10 days before the injection day every single day that's still me like even today if my mom says you need to get this injection done i'm like no hell no and i'm like this whole thing not happening okay, i'll tell you so my first injection my dad and my brother were there with me my mom i don't know she was traveling or something Yeah. So my brother went and got his injection first. I don't even remember if he started crying or not, but he came out and just for like hell's sake, he came and told me that it was the most painful experience of his life. Oh shit. And he said Oh my that, god. No, listen, he said that when they put the injection in blood spurted out like a fountain oh god <laughs> the walls were covered with blood and i got so spooked when i went in i didn't even bother to look around to see if he was telling the truth or not that much trust i had in him and then mm-hmm. i saw the doctor with the needle i freaked out i started screaming like a banshee i tried to <laughs> run out of the room my dad had to contain me with like with my arms on my side and they had to give me the injection even, like that even once for camp i had to get this tetanus injection or some shit and uh i refused these two nurses had to hold me down to get the injection <laughs> <laughs> like oh, sorry <laughs> 
Okay, um, so throughout your whole experience, what kept you going or helped you get through it? I think uh, two people who helped me the most were um, my mom and Prem. They were really supporting. They never gave up on me. And uh, they really like, you know, calmed me down when I had an anxiety attack. And uh, I also never really let my, let my anxiety like control my day. I went on with my normal routine. And yeah, that's, that's what kept me going. Yeah, that makes complete sense. If you don't mind, then can you elaborate on how bad it would get? Like your worst point suffering with anxiety. Uh, so, like, first of all, I have like social anxiety. So being in like crowded places is really hard. Like, you know, so some of the signs are like, sweating like your palms start sweating and like sometimes you get like chills and stuff so i have all that like on a daily basis every time i come to school and stuff but like Mm -hmm. my worst would probably be like i think like as i said that one that one night actually no it was actually after boards um Mm. it was it was after the math exam and like I knew how to do the. So now that I were discussing this question, yeah, I knew how to do the question, question. And it really, yeah, and it really screwed my whole paper up. And like, I came back home, and like in the car and stuff, I was like really upset. And I came back home, and like I had this really bad anxiety attack. And I was like, you know, I'm such a like, you know, with with anxiety, it's like you have this negative voice in your head. And it's like very dominant. It overpowers all your positive voices. Keeps telling you stuff like you're not enough. You're, you're not going to be able to do it. You can't do this. So, yeah, that's what happened. I kept overthinking it. A lot of tears. And, yeah. So, is there anything funny that you can associate with your anxiety? I don't really think anxiety comes with anything funny. Like, at least I don't recall any, like, funny instances that I've had with Wait, my anxiety. I'll give you an example. So, like, <laughs> whenever I've had, like, panic, I don't think I've had any panic attacks in front of anyone except for this one time. It was, I think, in front of Meghnam. I don't know why, for some absurd reason, I was more concerned about my computer marks than my final exams. And, (laughs) like, the computer exam was, like, the next period. And it was lunch. We were all down. And I suddenly started, like, struggling to breathe. And I literally, like, ran away from a group of friends. Megna was there and I, I suddenly like had a panic attack. I started like hyperventilating, tears came out of my eyes. Like you can't you can't you can't really control like, it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And then it was so stupid. And then after I calmed down, Megna was in front of me. Dude, I'm not even sure if it's Megna, but someone was in front of me <laughs> and I looked at them. They looked at me. And we burst out laughing. Like, <laughs> what even? Like, I have the right to laugh, but you didn't even ask me if I was okay. You literally laughed at me. Like, no, am I okay? No need to ask. Like, you just laugh. Excuse me, what? I remember this yeah. one time in eighth grade. Like, it was after, so after this whole uh, panic episode, whatever happened, I come back to class, we have art, okay? Please. Wait, can I say your name? Okay, bleep her name. Okay. So, so, she's there in class. And um, she's like, so she sees my eyes red and she's just like, Nika, what happened? And I was just like, mom, soap went in my eyes. And she's like, in both your eyes? And I'm just looking at her and I'm like, yeah, I, I don't know what to say to you.
So guys, I think that was our last question. Um, if you guys have anything to ask Mika, um, hit me up. <laughs> sure. Uh, check out our Instagram at parakram.in. We'll um, link Mika's account and you can just DM her any questions you have. Also, let's, let's, conclude, on a, let's conclude on a very positive note. Um, I know like you might feel like you're alone or like you have no one. But you really, really do have people. There are people in this world who are rooting for you, even if you don't believe it. Aww. And like, you have, you have like a very um, strong support system. Trust me, you do. So like, and there are so many people you can talk to. Like, you can come talk to me. You can talk to them. You can do yeah. that. And um, but I think you should really like tell your parents get help if you really need it. Yeah. We don't know who you are, but we love you so much. That was extremely <laughs> corny, but very true. <laughs> Well, uh, that's all for today's episode, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Guys, I think we should start a podcast with this. Yeah, we really should. Oh, yeah.